The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Well, the time's just going 18 minutes past five. Welcome to the Afternoon Overdrive on 101.9 Chai FM. I'm Michael McKenna. Time now to catch up on news from Israel. Joining us on the line, Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Rolene, good afternoon. Welcome once again and thanks for joining us. Good afternoon. If only people could see us dancing off air. <laughs> That's a trade secret. That's for another discussion. Anyway, Rolene, <laughs> thanks so much for joining us once again on the Afternoon Overdrive. So let's start with updates uh, on the uh, International Court of Justice. What, what transpired on Friday the 12th of January, Israel uh, defending itself against this case what? brought to it by South Africa, this genocide case. Your take on that? Well, I have uh, quite a few takes. You know, South Africa and the coverage of South Africa's opening arguments was uh, quite smug afterwards on Thursday after they presented their opening. And, And I must say that I found it very bizarre that the South African team and their delegation were all sporting these scarves. I mean, uh, it, it's a court of law. It's mm. not really a place for uh, activism or political posturing, unless it's, of course, what South Africa's intentions are at the ICJ. Maybe they know it's not realistic to win a, a case making the allegation of mm. genocide mm. because genocide is not about numbers. Genocide is about intention, stated intention. Right, uh, and there they were in 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 their scarves. Israel, sorry, uh, uh, sorry, Gorolin. If I can just come in there very quickly, um, isn't that an, a, a sort of act of contempt? Why didn't the court react to that? You know, I had the same thought. I thought, surely that that's uh, in contempt of court. You're there. You have to present yourself, address the court in a, in a certain way. You're not there to be uh, very, very partisan and right. make political statements. That was just my my take on that. I mean, you didn't see the Israeli team wearing "Bring Them Home" T-shirts or, or, or blue and white scarves. But um, I thought that the South African team looked progressively less smug as the day progressed. Uh, Mm. I thought that Israel's presentation was very, very forensic. It was meticulous. It picked apart uh, in in fine detail and minutiae every bit of the South African allegations, including reiterating that... um, South Africa is there to try and prevent Israel from defending herself and that under the laws of the United Nations mandate and the international laws of armed conflict, Israel has a duty to her citizens, not only to uh, protect them and defend them, but also to go into Gaza and bring back the hostages. You know, a lot of people have uh, criticized Israel's just war in the Gaza Strip, but nobody seems to have given alternatives um, to how we prosecute this war. Uh, the Israeli team opening with Dr. Tal Becker, uh, and it was an outstanding uh, opening argument. And what really struck me is that although he addressed how the term genocide came about uh, and how the court was established and and also paid tribute to the families of hostages who were sitting in the room uh, and also alluded or or spoke a bit about the 7th of October. The Israeli team didn't make the case about the 7th of October. Uh, Many people messaged me beforehand very concerned that the court wasn't going to allow the video footage, uh, but that wasn't the intention of the Israeli team. 
if you want to, you can see the horrific evidence. All you have to do is Google uh, in written words, Saturday, October 7th. And there is a site there with all the, the, the footage, all the stills photography in its most uh, horrific and, and brutal truth. The, that the 7th of October wasn't the subject of this court case. The allegation of genocide was uh, so the uh, the team demonstrated how the IDF go about meticulously trying to mitigate civilian casualties, including the establishment of a of a specific unit in the army to to only deal with mitigating civilian casualties. In fact, the the unit is called the mitigation of civilian casualties. Mm -hmm. um, we also ably demonstrated how Hamas is the only party of this conflict that has genocidal um, tendencies and, 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 and genocidal intentions. What was interesting, and I didn't pay too much attention to it on Thursday, perhaps I should have, was South Africa, in order to try and establish jurisdiction at the ICJ, said that they had sent Israel a letter uh, objecting to uh, uh, Israel's prosecution of the war in Gaza and, and that Israel had ignored it. And, and, and Israel counter uh, testified that, you know, maybe we didn't respond immediately to the letter, but we did respond with a request for a meeting. Mm -hmm. And therefore, you have deliber <coughs> deliberately, excuse me, um, still fighting the lurgy. You have deliberately misled the court. And the other big issue, which was interesting, was uh, Professor Malcolm Shaw. He started off very, very technical, but I think he, by the end of his nearly one hour long um, presentation, he eviscerated John Dugard. Uh, and I thought this was, this is very very interesting as somebody who did international law at university and was made to to reference Dugard and only Dugard that this is a fascinating lesson mm. in you know in in legalities, but um, he picked apart meticulously every single quote used every single context it was used in and subsequent uh quotes and, and i hate to use the word context because we're so fresh of those uh, senate hearings in the usa but context in this context mm -hmm. is very 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 important and, and i also found it interesting that the south african lawyer who has a fixation with the word amaleg now jewish uh, history and Jewish law, we say, you know, don't forget what Amalek did to you, which is a reminder, don't forget those generations throughout history who tried to annihilate you. And here we have it again mm -hmm. uh, with Hamas, whose stated intention is to annihilate the Jewish people. But um, I just found it quite fascinating, not to mention hypocritical, that the lawyer arguing that particular part of the case is the one standing up saying, kill the boer, kill the farmer, is the freedom of speech. And of course, what Israel also demonstrated is South Africa's growing alliances with Iran and with Hamas. And we can't forget that Hamas is an internationally recognized terror organization prescribed in many countries. 
And uh, it's certainly as South African citizens, perhaps you should be asking some very important questions as you move closer to elections. Like what kind of government do you want? Do you want a government that's going to make the country more of a pariah? Or do you want a government that talks to the rest of the world? And by the end of Thursday, we had heard from Germany who have said that, you know, nobody knows about genocide better than we know about genocide. And we intend to act as a third party on the side of Israel. Well, unfortunately, this country also, well, it, it also, well, besides politics, Aurelien, we're seeing uh, anti-Semitism and anti, uh, anti-Jewish activity happening in the sporting field uh, regarding, for a start, uh, our South African under-19 cricket captain. Well, absolutely. I mean, I've just uh, come off Newsroom Africa talking about this uh, very issue. David Tiger, uh, a supremely talented young cricketer, the captain of his squad. Uh, And the timing is very, very curious, Michael, Mm. uh, that on Fridays, Israel made our case at the ICJ that this announcement was made and the uh, excuse given, well, you know, we can't protect his safety. Well, Cricket South Africa and the ICC, the onus is on you to ensure that all your players are protected and are, are, are safe. I think that, first of all, we don't know the veracity of the level of threats because we haven't seen it. We do know that the the chairman of Cricket South Africa, Lawson Naidu, is a big supporter of the boycott, divestment and sanctions movement. And we, we do know that the uh, South African government, and I want to stress the ANC, not the whole government, because there are parties in the government that don't support these trumped up uh, um, charges at the RCJ, uh, is that um, this extreme hostility to the state of Israel is now starting to filter in other aspects of mm-hmm. life in South Africa, which goes against South Africa's most noble constitution and indeed it's it's also overspelling overseas i see a a player in turkey also was expelled kicked out of the team and was was uh, deported well perhaps turkey needs to sit down when it comes to these kind of issues because uh, i would hate to remind president erdogan of the Armenian genocide, the genocide against the Kurds and his horrific crimes against humanity and crackdown on on journalists and, and others in his, and protesters in his country, sounding a lot like uh, Iran there, Michael. Mm-hmm. But yes, the horrific case yesterday, as we marked 100 days since the 7th of October, 100 days since our 136 hostages have set uh, Beshevi, or in captivity, as we, uh, as you would say in in English, and he, on his wristband, he had written a um, hundred days, seven ten, and he was arrested. This is uh, 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 Sagev uh, Yeheskel playing for Antania. And Antalya Pola, I can't pronounce it, Michael. Antalya Saspol, to... something like that, yes, something to that effect. So, okay. Try and wrap our tongues around it, but anyway, yes. <laughs> and he was arrested and he subsequently has been uh, kicked out 
of Turkey. He's on his way back to Israel. Well, Roland, we're going to have to leave it there. Time and time goes so quick with our interviews. Please get better. Somebody has sent in a message. South Africa thought it was a circus at the ICJ. Roland, get better. We look forward to chatting to you again tomorrow. Roland Marks, our correspondent from Israel, bringing us the latest on what's happening in Israel. In this case, just a review as to what transpired on Friday, uh, Israel presenting its defense against South Africa's case, which it's brought against it, a case of genocide.